Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Music City Hammers podcast, the Nashville-based, West Ham-centered uh, podcast. Um, we're here to give, give you team-related news, talk about the Premier League, talk about the Carabao Cup. Um, so anyway, uh, to quote uh, Tolkien's book and the uh, wonderful adaption by uh, oh, okay. Peter Jackson, mm-hmm. Sam, end quotes, how are you? You know, I'm doing good. I'm doing very good, actually, today. Yeah. Here for episode three. Episode the- three. The Music City Hammers podcast. I didn't Feeling think good. make it this long. I mean, this is this has shown some real commitment. I'd say so. Right yeah, here. this is the this, longest I've ever committed to anything in my yeah, life. This is this is one of those like on the back of a napkin ideas that is coming to fruition. Yeah, it's, so, it's been a weekly thing. We've set aside work time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fr- frankly, lost a couple of relationships over it. I mean, you're my only friend now. Yeah, exactly. It's um, just you. But you know, and uh, that that puts us in a great position so, to I mean, talk if we, about if soccer we, together. If we make it to four, it's all been worth it. That's Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's all that's been a, worth it. <laughs> but anyway. Um, oh, yeah. man. What, it, was a, it was a great morning. What a game today. Yeah. Absolute peaches. Peaches of goals. All of our goals were solid today. Oh, yeah. But the Declan Rice goal... Oh, that was made a, me happy. That was a stunner. The Ben Johnson goal. Man is lethal at both ends of the pitch. I love this celebration too. He, yes, yes, the celebration was amazing. Because what was that for? That was like him doing some sort of dance at a high school. And yeah, it was, it was the, like for a everyone little, on the podcast. You can see me doing this right now. Yeah, there. yeah. It's basically yeah. I don't know. It kind of almost looked like an Indian traditional. Yeah, dance well, I think sort of I think it was definitely a take on that. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was uh, his rendition of it. Yeah, it was tasteful yeah. as well. Yeah, ta- super tasteful. Very tasteful. Yeah. Um. You know what? I'm just glad that he bought into it. Uh, you know, yeah. he, he doubled down and that's, I, that's commendable. That is. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know? commendable. it's like a lot of people would try to be like, no, please don't bring that up. No, he doubled down. Oh. He did it as he a celebration. It. Yeah. And props. And we loved him for it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I yep. thought it was funny. But yeah, another great game from him. Ed, I know Sufal is coming back off injury. Right. But I, I mean... The way Ben Johnson's performing, I think he may have the spot I mean, for a little bit. I feel like he earned the job. And especially, what, he got his goal seven minutes in? Was, um, what was, let me pull up the game. Yeah, yeah, let's, it, I let's mean, pull it up was, the highlight real, real quick. It was a little bit later than that, but not much. Because I believe the second goal came shortly after. This is when we'll put the mariachi music in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, hold on, technical... That we are we are prepared and professional. We are super. Seven pro. minutes. Did you say seven? I said seven. Oh man, uh, I've know. doubted you. I apologize. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Seven minutes in. I mean, and it was a great goal, a clinical cutback onto the better foot, right across goal. I mean, it was great. It was amazing. It was. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is another thing where it's like Aston Villa's goal today was basically just kind of like passeroo and all that type yeah. of stuff and it, yep. it it felt like an okay goal you know like it was a boring goal it was a boring goal you know but, i mean we answered that what 4 minutes later let's see they scored 34 we scored 38 yeah. the, the Declan Rice goal man that thing was gorgeous well i think i remember cuz i was uh checking it um and i i saw that they had uh they had scored and i was like oh, man like that sucks like because we, we, we had to get together a little late for this one. Um, but uh, you had walked in and you're like, I could kiss Declan Rice the second and I, I could him. him. Yeah. I, I could. Yeah. It seemed like a strong contender. But that yeah, that was something where I was like, did did he score again? Because um, I couldn't, I didn't have access to the stream until you got here. So. He 
He is my player of the match. Oh yeah, well personally. I think he he won king of the match. Is he is he the player of the match? Yeah, he 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 won. Uh, oh good. Budweiser king he of the match. He must must be hammer of the year this year. Oh, he has to be. If he keeps up this form, oh, oh baby. Yeah, I mean I I he, feel like he's earned it. Every time I see him in the midfield, it's like he. There is one part where um, Aston Villa was like kind of looking to return, and then he just like he and the Villa player was making some really good footwork, and oh, yeah. he just like poked his little leg through and immediately just took the ball from him like it was absolutely nothing. He's so skillful, yeah, so intelligent in how he plays, and I mean, and like he's got today, gorgeous eyes. It, I mean, it's the eyes really. Funny. Yeah, that's, that's what, what that's is. what does it. Yeah. Um, but that, oh gosh, I just can't stop thinking about him. Uh, <laughs> that aside, today he had a goal, had an assist, and was still Herculean on defense. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he, I, yeah, I mean, he earned his spot. He earned the king of the match title. That's that's absolutely Oh, yeah, certain. I mean, knight him. Yeah, I'd say. Now, I'd say the one that sort of got screwed over today was Fornells, though. He got his goal in the end. He did, and I think I think it was a redeeming uh, ending to the game. But oh my god, yeah. like the uh, the red card. I feel like there should have been two red there cards. There should have been two red cards right there. Those yeah. are that. Those were two fouls that are, were both in themselves red card offenses. Yeah, I, I, well they were bad because and the it, console one. It's like yeah, it means clear, very clear and very obvious goal scoring opportunity right. taken away. So that I mean that's just checkbox, boom, done, you're gone. Bye. Red card, yeah. And, it, and honestly, I felt bad because that one wasn't even like it wasn't a horrible foul, you know. Like yeah, it really did seem like he bumped into him and then he put his arms up and then you know it was just kind of like the initial bump was what. No, threw him down. but I I I think that I think there's enough in that. You think so? Oh yeah, there, there's. More than enough in that challenge to constitute a red in my book. I mean, it, it's Bowen. Uh, okay, but it's, like, it's the only thing standing between Bowen and the goal keeper is Kansa. Yeah, Kansa tackles him at the edge of the box when Bowen has already made it around him. Right. Yeah. That's a clear and obvious goal. I mean, you cannot have a more obvious goal scoring opportunity. I just wish right he would there. have waited a second so he could we could have gotten a penalty. You know. Well, I don't think he like. Well, obviously, Kansa wanted to do that sooner rather than later for that very reason. Oh yeah. And it's not like Bowen had any choice in when the the challenge was going to happen. Oh yeah. So, it 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 well, just worked just out. Wishful way. thinking. There is no. So yeah, that that was a textbook clear checkbox. Boom, red gone by, but. The other challenge, which was far, far worse. Oh yeah, the well, the it, like, like intentional elbow whip. Like he's looking at Fornals. Oh yeah, he looks at Fornals, leads with the elbow. Yeah, and it was like into it, his like it, face slash neck. To, it, it wasn't his neck. It was. It, it, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like the hinge of his jaws. What yeah. he hit. Yeah. It was like it looked terrible. Yeah, and he didn't even stop play. He didn't play advantage. Didn't call a foul. Didn't do anything. Yeah. And then the VAR even took it back to that. And from like the shot you see, I can't remember what defender that is. Lucky to be on the pitch I at that it. point. Yeah, he should have had a red. And he sits there, looks at Fornals. Same deal. Boom. Arm up, into face. Fornals on ground, writhing in pain for very good reason. Yeah, I, it, that would hurt. And And then directly after that is the red card for the shot on goal. Right. Or the chance on goal. And... Oh, and Rice almost made that too. No, no, the Bowen one. The Bowen. That was one. oh, okay, yeah, okay. Because yeah. all that—that that was a single passage of play. It had, did not stop. It was within like ten seconds of one another. Right. And 
I don't understand how he didn't call it back because the VAR called it back on him and had him go to the screen. He sat there in the moment, didn't call it, and then went to the screen, didn't call it. So, Chris Cavanaugh, I know you're listening. (laughs) Right. Screw you. Yeah. I mean, you're bad at your job. Get glasses. Yeah. If you need them. You know, it's not weakness. He, he, he's just I've had up. him since fourth grade. Yeah, both of us have glasses, so yeah, you know. and we could both see that. Yeah, because of I'm, our glasses. Well, and the VAR, you know. Yeah, and, and you know, especially yeah. And me, he, me personally, has, I'm nearsighted. I could get close enough to yeah, the screen see, to see exactly. how bad that was. He has no excuse with the VAR calling it back on him because he can get as close to that screen as he wants. I was about to, to say if there was no so, VAR, I, mean, I, get I could it. see it. You blind just referee, it. you didn't see it. You want it? Yeah, I, I get it. You, you want to have a blind referee? And I'm all but, for inclusivity. You know, like I'd yeah. say, you know, we should. He's he's the league's first blind referee, and I'm very proud of him for that. I mean, he's probably worked hard to get there, but he's a dipshit. I was about, yeah. I mean, it's it's not even the blind part that's the problem. It's it's really comes out in the personality. You yeah, know? that's it. I mean, a blind man that just allows violence. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's what's the bigger sin, the man that commits the violence or the one that allows it to happen, you know? We'll give you guys a second to think about that. Yeah. All right, a lot of meditation time's over. Cool. Um, <laughs> Where are we going next? Well, let's uh, let's talk about Man City. Oh, yes, back in time. Oh, yeah, but yeah, just footnote, the challenge, the second challenge on For Now, just to wrap up this Villa game, I guess, before we go on. Right, yeah. Second challenge on For Now, we got a lot to digest. Also bad. Oh, also yeah. him on the ground. And then... That that Fred, one kind of seemed like McGinn, an fault deal. Oh, McGinn. McGinn. Yeah. McGinn, I know you're listening to this too. Buddy, I hate you. You... Yeah. That, I hate you. That that was a very easily hateable character from the get-go. He sucks. Yeah. Well, because what? Like, for now, they basically slid into each other. I didn't yeah, see and then, anyone yeah, to be when someone. No. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. And then when both of them are on the ground, you don't run up on someone. Stand over them. And start screaming and at them. And start screaming at them. Yeah. Like, well, and then, let and alone then at a Bowen just comes up and, like... Oh, yeah. Bowen and Lanzini both... I gotta say, Bowen... Good earned, on you, boys. Bowen earned his yellow card, and it was the most justified yellow card oh, yeah. ever. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, my God, did it... I was so happy when it, they threw him again to the ground. Oh, yeah. Well, and it was, like, it was immediately, like, he just... He mm-hmm. hit it hard. He hit the ground hard. There's some force behind that. Yeah, that made and me I, happy. I couldn't tell if he was just selling it to try to get Bowen to get a yellow. And he would. Yeah, he would. He's the type of guy to do that. But, Poor character. Yeah, no. I thought... I I say go good on Bowen for what he did there, because that was... That was just ungentlemanly. I'm glad he got a yellow out of it, too. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. All, all in all, that was just bad, but... It did. It gave us the rage to go and score two more. You know that was nice, and it, and it was those two. Yeah, exactly. It was it Bowen was Fornals and Bowen. Yeah, was it Fornals? It was Fornals. Yeah. Oh yeah, Towns on Lanzini. Sorry, I got turned around there. Yeah, but oh my god, yeah. it was so good because it was immediate. Like if if we pull up the timestamps between the yellow card and the goals, Let's stamp it. It was ridiculous. It was. Oh yeah, seventy nine, seventy nine were the yellows. The goal is at 80, and the next goal is at 84. Yeah, for now it's at 80, Bowen 84. Yeah, they poked the bear. Yeah, I was about to say. It's just like you could tell at the end of it we were pissed. Oh, and, yeah. And I think by the end, Villa had no choice but basically just to pull back on defense to not allow us to score Arc anymore. Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we embarrassed them, you know. I, had a, I was and talking that, to a friend earlier oh, yeah, this yeah. week that was just like, Oh man, Villa, that's gonna be a hard. That's gonna no. be a hard match. I'm like, you know, in, in the form they've been in. I mean, that's that, that's their fourth loss in a row. Yeah, and what four? Wh- how? What's this win in a row now for us? 
Let's yeah. let's let's walk it back. Let's take a trip through memory lane now, because now we got. So now we've got Villa. Villa. We got City at the half. Everton. Oh no no we're not jumping. We're gonna go Tottenham. Tottenham. Then we got Gank. 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 Then before that was Everton. Right. Before that was, was that Brentford. No no no. Before that was at that half week was the United game. Oh I right. The Carabao Cup? Yeah. So that is six in a row. That's pretty good. Wins. Not six undefeated. Six wins in a row. Yeah, that's solid. That feels good. What a time to be a hammer. Um, But yeah, with that victory at Villa, we go... Well, we're in fourth, but joint third with City at 20-all. Oh my God! You ready to be upset? Tell me, that's one. Yeah, I was right. You were. Yeah, I was right. We played Brentford before Everton. That was the previous game, so it's five in a row. Five Aww. wins in a row. Which you know, we don't want to be spreading min- min- misinformation. I do uh, apologize. That's on me. Credit to the fact checker over here. Yeah. Um, thank you, Russell. Yeah, but uh, and thank you, Sam. Yeah, I, it's just uh, that's unfortunate, you know, and especially because it seems like after Brentford beat us, they've sort of fallen off a little bit now. Yeah. I mean, like, they have not yep. won most of their games, especially ones that I feel like they should have been winning, you know? Uh, speaking of games that people should have won, footnote, City and Palace. That was insane. I think we're all Palace fans yeah. in the back of our minds now because that was great. That was a great bit of that Dragon Slaying. That was enjoyable to watch. Yeah. See, that's- to see City fall apart. And if they do fall apart from here on out, that's because of West Ham. Yeah, I I like to think because, well, I guess United won against uh, Tottenham, but I like to think that, you know, we like to start big teams on losing streaks, you know? Oh, yeah. That's what happened next week with Liverpool, too. Well, let's hope so. Um, Liver- oh. Liverpool's an opponent I'm actually, like, kind of nervous to face up against. Oh, yeah, me too. Because they're the but, first ones where I'm like, they're, I mean, they're the, ahead of the us. Form, right the form we're in. We're we're looking great. We can go toe to toe. I think we can go toe to toe to anybody right now. I think so. I I think we're at least competitors. Like, oh yeah, we're not gonna get embarrassed oh, yeah. by Liverpool. That's for sure. We're gonna put up like it's gonna be a close game, and we're gonna put up a good fight. But they're one of those ones where I'm worried that like mm, they yeah, could I th- they I could easily beat us. You at know, this moment in time, they're the strongest team in the Premier League. They are. Well, especially it's like the uh, the chemistry you can see them playing when they pass is like. They here's something that I thought was a like a a critical error when we were playing against Man City is we suck at waiting for offside passes. We got so many offside calls during the city. Oh, oh, on us. Yeah. Yeah. Not timing runs correctly. Yeah, exactly. Like our runs are always timed so poorly where I think they they stopped the game for offside kicks. Like there was just like enough times to where I noticed, you know, like, um, you you know, we're not your pro football announcers that have like a team of stat collectors behind us that can tell us how many offside calls we had. Sure, we could look it up. Uh, we'll have to get an intern. Yeah, yeah. We'll hire an intern. Uh, episode four. Uh, well, well, okay. No, we'll, intern we'll, aboard. Or we'll do it. four. Made it all worth it. Five can do. Can five. Be the yeah. Intern. Five. Yeah. Five will give us. Yeah. We're reaching benchmarks, everyone. But yeah. um, 
Yeah, but it's just it seems like we we don't know how to time our runs correctly so that we can make effective passes that get us past defense. You know, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we rely a lot but on players to do fancy footwork to get around defense. I think that maybe you saying that can make it happen because I remember on the last episode when I was sitting there going, you know what, we were getting all these set piece goals, set piece goals. That's I guess what we were before that, and we were doing good at that. And this week, four goals, open play. Yeah. That was solid. And they were all peaches. You know, I, I, let's just keep prophesizing. That's we, what I'm saying. We are prophesizing over here, right. I tell you. No, but I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, I want to see us get to the level of chemistry that you can tell Liverpool has when they play. You know, like Mo, Mo Salah yeah, does a lot for them. In play, yeah. Yeah, he's like yes. a great finisher. But like, yeah. in terms of getting the ball up to him, they do great at that. Yep. And I think our, our midfield has like wonderful like independent shiners you know like people that shine that was a weird way to say that but you know like a ton of people that's like shine through and light bloomers light bl- no <laughs> that, <laughs> i don't think that's quite quite the description for it but uh <laughs> i was i was about to just blindly agree with you too you were oh uh, yeah yeah no it's not late bloomers no um yeah, no, I mean, we have a ton of people that shine independently, but I think, like, if we can get the whole unit moving as a whole, that would that would make us absolutely unstoppable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think right now we're already big six material, you know? Like, I yeah, feel like... Yeah, let's have a... De- Who decided that? And let's re-decide that. I was about to say... Tottenham. Yeah, Put in Tottenham. West Ham. I don't know, because I feel like... Well, yeah, Tottenham right now is not showing... Very great. Arsenal at the beginning of the season was not super in form at all. And I, I found it very fun because I have a friend that like is a huge Arsenal fan. And it was just fun to s- sort of oh, yeah. like oh. take a dump on them every week. But now, like admittedly, Arsenal has certainly gotten back into form and they've caught yeah. up, you know, like yeah. before, hey, three points behind us. Well, you know, before the game today, they were tied with us points wise. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. And I hated that. Like that's that. well, we had a game on them at that rate. Yeah, but. that's that's true. So as now, but now we have pressure to maintain that lead. Also, just quick comment, talking like looping back a little bit to the whole Liverpool deal. You know who's going to be at the Liverpool game? Who's that? The well, not yet, but the prospective owner of twenty seven percent of the club. Oh yeah. Our new Czech billionaire. Czech billionaire. What's his name? Our sugar daddy. Um, I don't know. But we know uh, he's we know Czech he has money. Rich. Yeah. So, um, and it's it was a suit check referral. Yeah, I'd like to think it was a suit check referral. Uh, yeah, I was gonna Daniel Kratinsky. Daniel Kratinsky. Oh, that was surprisingly doable. Yeah, that's that's uh fairly easy. So old Danny boy's gonna be at the game, right? Versus Liverpool, and. I think that this is great because whereas uh, I guess I am gonna say whereas Newcastle got owners that cut journalists up with a bone saw, right? We got an owner who has stakes in the Daily Mail. You know what? In Sainsbury's. That sounds. He sounds pleasant. And like, he's Czech, and we love our Czech players. Crawl coming back. He get, don't got the covert snow for. He's out, he's over. He's out. Yep. He's, yep. he's out to quarantine, baby. I tell you. Shoot, I tell you. He, I mean, thing ain't real. First off, <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> we aren't. <laughs> we aren't uh. that kind of podcast. No. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> we'll cut that joke really short. 
Oh man. Uh, <laughs> crawl us <laughs> back from injury. And <laughs> um, so crawls back from injury. From injury. <laughs> uh, and so is Sue Fowl now. Right. So two of our checkmates are back, and our third checkmate, Sue Check, is Sue Check himself. Sue Check himself, man. Also, Sir Check Sue Check. Another footnote: the beard was looking good today. Yeah, Sue I Check. gotta say. So I know you're listening and feel good about yourself because, yeah, because we like it. It's a good. It's a good look. I hope your wife doesn't find it, you know, scratchy or anything. Because you know, as a fan, I'm into it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Big definitely fan. ups like the like Sue Check factor. Yeah, know? I know. I, I mean. That, that's going to give you an edge in the game. Yeah, I'd say so. Because I think I think a lot of what makes our midfield so good is the fact that all of them are just so damn attractive. Yeah, the dashing that, looks. Yeah, that like yep. they run up and they just like they get I mean, what, distracted by. Yeah, these, what like, ref is gonna is gonna put a foul on on that, Suchek That's with what that I'm beard. saying. And those scars, like mm. those scars have stories, and I'd like to hear them. You know. Oh, yeah. We I mean we've seen them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, but, oh, I've seen all of Suchek's scars. Mm. Well, that's not super rare because they're all on his face. You know, yeah. he's a warrior. Yeah, he is. Oh my god, what a man! But yeah, no, beard was looking good. Um, but anyway, back to the Czech billionaire. I think it's an exciting prospect. Oh, I think it's an amazing you know? prospect. And from what I've heard, is apparently if he if he gets a little bite and a little munchy munch taste and then likes it, he's going to be coming back for more. Yeah, and that's great. So. I, well, and you know, that's I know give us money to, be able to keep keep the players we have, and also bolster even more. Right. Well, and I know the current owners we have, like they aren't very popular. GSB out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like I, I gotta say, you know, I became a a hammer after the London Stadium got you know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for us. So it's like I I never I don't have an attachment to the bowling ground. I'm not going to make a comment on that for the credibility of this podcast. You know what? That's 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 fair. I'd say I'd say you you've been a, a hammer for longer than I have. I've been a hammer. So you for have a while. A, you have a lot more of an opinion that, on it than I do. Yes. Um but that said, as someone that's coming in fresh and has no experience with mm-hmm. the bowling ground I think the London Stadium's nice. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, London Stadium, they just got approval, planning approval, to add, I think, 2,500 seats. That's awesome. So it's going to take the grand total up to 62,500. Yeah, that's a that's a ton of people. I I love that, like, we can cram a lot of people in. So, I can understand that the track around it is unattractive. Well, they're moving that in. They that's are? That's getting moved. Well, I mean, you can see in the games, there's not there's less space, I feel like. Definitely less space than originally. Right. But even less space than before on the wings. Mm-hmm. Like the crowds are getting in closer yeah. to the action. And I, I think it's fair to say that, like, the reason a lot of people are upset about it is because of the traditions that it ruined going to the games in terms yeah. of, like, you know, geographical yeah. pubs and stuff that were just nearby. And they did a really good job of not bringing those people along. Yeah. Or giving them the option. Yeah. And I, I could see how that's poor. But, you know, I, and... That's that's something to like realize as uh, as Americans, you know, it's not like we get to go to the games anyways. We yeah. just get to wake up at the same time and watch them on TV. So um, and scream and scream, you know, scream at the TV. We just don't don't have as many people to scream along oh, yeah. next to, you know. Oh yeah, but I'm sure Chris Cavanaugh heard the things I was saying about him. I was about to say the pond. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, you, you got. They a, was pungent. You got a box on you, man. You they, got. They was pungent. You mm-hmm. got. You got cords that kick. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. He heard me. I know he did. Yeah. But um. Yeah. So I. I don't know. I mean, I'm. I. I just enjoy the London Stadium. I like that it's been selling out, especially for the city game. Well, and I think a bit of that also is, in the office because they've also been from what I was reading online too is like the the, the prices for the city game were lower. We're quite low. Well, and that makes to get, sense to, to pile people in. Yeah. Um. So good on them. Yeah. Because that was a rowdy crowd. That was yeah. Well, especially yeah during penalties, like you could hear I, it all come out. I was on the floor of my room. During oh yeah. The penalties. Well, I remember because uh, I w- I was actually down in Atlanta for that game. Um, and so I was sitting at a friend's house, and he doesn't he doesn't watch soccer at all. So. I was emotional. I I was excited. Well, I didn't realize that was going to happen. I got I got my friend in trouble because I was screaming at the TV, and he was at like uh, he was working from home. He was doing like corporate oh. phone calls and emails and stuff, and I was over there going like, yeah, yes, yeah, you know, like yeah. It, it just I I got really excited, and then we ended up on a conference call for the penalty kicks. Oh my lord! Because what a trip. Yeah. Well, and that what brings me trip. into the perfect segue to talk about Ariola. Oh yeah, career game. I mean, I feel like we said we probably said that last week too. Well, the thing is, is he he still has had a clean sheet every time. Every time he's played for West Ham, he's had a clean sheet. And granted, he hasn't had nearly as many games as Fabianski. And well, and also just to note on the record thing, like on our winning streak. Yeah, that was the first goal. Was today was the first goal we'd conceded in all of that. Right. Yeah, that's fair. That's impressive. That is impressive. I think the thing is, is I feel cozy and comfortable when Ariel is in goal, and I feel a little nervous from Fabianski. I don't understand there. your hesitancy. I don't either, and I think I think it's because is it because he's Polish? You can say it. I say it. I got because he's Polish. It's nothing to do with that. You have trouble pronouncing his last name. That's what it is. I that I do, but that's just because I'm an idiot. So, okay. yeah, you know, and that might have something to do with why it makes me nervous, too, is because I'm an idiot. But, okay. yeah. you know, I, I think it's just like I seeing uh, Ariola sold me so well on the first game we watched him play where he oh, yeah. did a backflip into the goal to save something. You yeah. know, like I was like, that man's dedicated. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. gigantic. And listening to or watching and like barely listening to him like arrange his defense, like oh, yeah. it's so impressive. Well, and and also a footnote in Fabianski's defense today too, he got a foot on the ball. He did. I was going in. Yeah, and he was ready. It was just the way that the play happened. He was in the best place he could have been. Yeah, he he. And he's he still got a touch on it. It's so, fine. It's honestly... I'm defending my man. I know you are because he deserves to be defended because he's a good goalie and he mm-hmm. does good for West Ham. Mm-hmm. He's a loyal member of the team yep. and he's Keep great. Okay. And? I love Areola. I'm an Areola boy. I like Areola too. I just think I he's too. great. And I I know if well, I and, and the position we're in right now is perfect because we have two amazing goalies. Yeah, that's and we true. are in multiple competitions. I think yeah, and he's he's a perfect fit for the Europa League and uh, the Carabao Cup stuff. Yeah, I just would love yeah. to see him start a Premier League game. He will, especially against like one of the major ones. You know, yeah, like I th- I think I'd be comfortable in a transitionary period of whenever we play a big six team. 
I'd like Ariola to be in goal. No, but what's gonna, what's that going to do to Fabianski's confidence? It's gonna it's gonna kill you know, his mental state. You, you know? know? Oh yeah, we're, you don't get to play the big league. So buddy. we're gonna take a yeah. loan out. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get the whole confidence thing. I understand why that's not healthy psychiatrically. But like, I just I, I th- I think I'm just an Ariola fanboy. Blah. I love the work he puts in. Oh, I do too. I know I love Ariola. Yeah. And it's, I just like it's, Fabianski too. I yeah, and I think the thing is, is like sometimes I get upset that one guy gets clean sheets and the other guy doesn't so much, you know? Yeah. And uh, well, the other guy doesn't every once in a while, right? Well, and also Fabianski is playing first teams. That's fair. all the time. Yeah. And, you know, and, Areola, and you're getting second, but he's. A lot City. of his saves on Man City. Yeah, no, City. That man was like City doesn't really have a B team. He was a brick. Yeah, I was about to. He was a brick wall, dude. Yeah, he was incredible. There, especially yeah. that like last play that took us to penalties. Mm-hmm. That was the most scared I've ever been, and that's exactly why I called you immediately afterwards yep. to like yep. watch the penalties because like the second he caught that ball, I knew we had won because also, it's like. I, in the penalties. Oh, yeah. I, I knew that we'd had. I think that's when the tide Yeah, changed. I'll take a Frenchman over an American any day. Any day. Yeah. Any day. And at, after that, Martin Noble stepping up. Oh, my God. Just, yeah. Well, and the, I loved that basically. Slotting at home. It just looked like the their goalkeeper dived out of the way to let that ball in, you know? Oh, yeah. I yeah. Know. Which, you know, I know. Yeah, people get out of Martin Noble's way. He is the king. Make way for the bowl. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But great, great penalty from him. Craig Dawson. Craig Dawson did great. What a penalty. Bowen's penalty. Everyone's penalty. Cresswell's penalty. And then Ben Rama's penalty. Ben Rama sealing the deal made me really happy. That made me really happy, too. Yeah. I was glad he took it. Me, too. Because that's the thing. We haven't seen so much Ben Rama action since, like, you know, match weeks, like, one and one through three. Yeah, know? I was going to say three. I was say he he was on fire the first handful of games. And he's still playing good. Yeah. He's no, still he, doing a lot of good work. Even, even today, like, with the, he got the assist on the Declan Rice goal because he held up the ball right in front of their box for, like, 15 seconds. He's yeah. just sitting there, people just watching him. No, he plays He plays good. I wish... um. I don't know. There, there's like a, a level of uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll loop back to this. There's a level of selfish yeah. selfishness that sometimes I want players to take because it seems yeah. like they have a great yeah. shot on goal. Obviously, I'm not there on the ground, so I don't know what their foot position is to like be able to fire something off. But for me, it's all about the dew point. The dew point. I don't know what the dew point is over there, so I can't tell you where when to shoot and when not to shoot because, you know, what the grass is lubricated oh my god i was i was about to be like explain to me what the dew point is because i was like absolutely no way is it so stupid that he's worried about how wet the grass is but anyway <laughs> yeah you gotta make sure that ball's lubricated right but the uh lanzini assist today that oh, that was the one that i was like you know what i'm glad he wasn't great selfish team play it. that was and a- from antonio antonio could have taken it and had a Pretty good chance of getting a goal there. Yeah. But he gave it to Lanzini. Lanzini gave it over to Fornaus. It almost looked like Lanzini was was going to pass it and then, like, kind of felt his balance shifting. And so he just, like, Mm -hmm. quickly flicked it off to Fornaus and then bam. No, that was Bowen. That was Bowen. Was that Bowen? Yeah, because the Fornaus one was Bowen's shot deflected into Fornaus into the goal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That was, oh, man. I'm, I'm, 
it was just like a really good case of let's not waste this opportunity and let's just oh, yeah. ensure a goal sort of thing. Oh yeah. All of our goals were beautiful and I thought, ah, it was just gorgeous. But yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see just like a hint more of selfishness out of like, I don't know, someone like Antonio who's just like yeah. who power I, I shots all the time. And I think, I think Ben Rama's just sort of been laying back a little bit more, you know? Um, I know you were, you were saying like people understand the threat he is now. And so now, oh, yeah. now they're going after him more, um, which that makes sense. But, you know, I just ah, I'd love to see him back scoring goals again. And Suchet yeah, needs too. to start scoring more goals again. Oh, he's had some damn good chances, too. I know he has. Some and that's that's what makes it upsetting, chances. you know? Yeah. Like, I I want to see that man do so well. Um, and it's just been upsetting to see him, like, basically free shot on goal and then he just shanks it off to the right, you know? He'll get there. He will. He'll get there. Yeah. I have faith in him. I have complete faith in him. He's he's still such a, such a good player. Oh yeah. So, I mean the that stuff, yeah, that that's kind of that doesn't feel good. But at the end of the day, he's doing everything else in his job description. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, as a to midfielder, the he's incredible. Yeah. He, yeah, he's a defensive midfielder. So like ha- him having these opportunities on goal is already like yeah, oh, that's already right. impressive enough. Yeah, I just love to see him like increase yeah, me his too. finishing ability. You know, me too. I think I think he could. He's got to use his noggin some more. Yeah, you know, I gotta say, Antonio felt a little unpresent from this game. Yeah, I think. I mean, I, it's I not like he we, did a bad job. I think the bit that we watched too, because like I I tuned in right before half, right? Because that was just the earliest I got back, and then I we watched from there. But after the red, Villa sort of rallied a bit. Oh yeah, they and totally honestly, did. we were a little bit on the back foot for a while. I was about to say it almost seemed like the red card did more to encourage Villa than to encourage us. You yeah. know, yeah, um, which was surprising to me. I I kind of expected us to get fueled up, especially like a yeah. sense of justice for Fernals for getting basically yep. directly elbowed to the jaw. You know, yeah, so. It's just, yeah, that was one of those things where I was like, I, I was surprised they were able to come back around because there's a point where I was like, damn, they could equalize, you know? Oh, yeah, and I mean, there are opportunities that they very well could have. Yeah, but, you know, I, I think, and I will say, Fabianski did have one really good save. The fingertips on the Yeah, fingertips on, yeah, because that, yeah. that probably would have hit the crossbar and gone in, but he did he did have that one save that was very solid. See, um, it's, all, it's all about the first step. Yeah, I... I, I the other thing, though, about this game is it was fun to watch. Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, there was some drama I mean, behind it. There, I'm, I don't, there hasn't been a game this season that has been unfun to watch. That's fair. Outside of maybe like the goalless draw at Southampton. Yeah, that was that was a little that boring. One, that one's sort of just the like, Crystal Palace one felt a little upsetting. The two-two draw. Yeah, and then the Brentford one was definitely disappointing. well, well, but it was still fun to watch. Yeah, that's true. Well, but uh, I will say the Man City game. That, I had a lot of fun watching that you have, game. Okay. I had fun watching it at the end. The second half was incredible. The first half, I was just kind of like, it felt, I don't know. This is maybe, this is horribly offensive. Sad. It felt a little bit like an MLS game, you know? No. It did a little bit because it felt like everyone was just sort of like trading off possession and no one was really getting many chances on goal. 
it kind of felt like how we described MLS as like a game of keep away, you yeah. know, just slowly pushing I'm towards the other note. side. I'm at a footnote yeah. right there for the whole no shots on goal. For all you Tottenham Hotspur fans out there, screw you first off. Second, the last shot on goal you had was in the 43rd minute against us. That was last week. You know I'm talking about the Man City game, right? No, I know. Okay. But the shots on goal made me think about that, and then made me happy, so I felt Oh, you just you just, just wanted, wanted to, to throw on a, yeah. Yeah, I want to put some salt in that wound for yeah. all of our Tottenham fans <laughs> out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's psych them up so when we play them again in December for the Carabao Cup. Yeah, we can we can. We're going to mind. annihilate them. Yeah, but I'll say yeah. Like the first half of the Man City game, I just like I, I was trying to get one of my you know my Atlanta friends into soccer, yeah. and it just felt like it, I wasn't making a good case because it really was just a lot of running back and forth with nothing yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, but the second half of that game felt justified. That felt see, like and that, that's that's when I got really excited too because I was like, okay, we're here. They haven't gone up yet. Yeah, we're we're doing it. Like oh. Oh, they're subbing players. Like they, they, you could tell they meant it toward the end. Once they yeah. brought in uh, Phil Foden, yeah, and De Bruyne, yeah. Didn't they bring in Jesus too? Yeah, yeah. They brought I mean, in. They brought in the A team. Yeah, like yeah. By the end of it, like, and we did too. I mean, we didn't. I don't think we ever brought in Antonio. No, yeah, Antonio and Rice weren't even on the team sheet that day. Yeah, they were taking big rest. Yeah, which well earned. And uh, yeah, so. It was like, yeah, it was Benarama and Bowen and Fornals. We subbed in. It was triple sub, which is rare. Yeah, but I mean, rare it, for David it really did turn into a whole A-team a team game by the end of it, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I love that it was Phil Foden. That was the reason they lost. Uh, that pleased me. That made me happy because it's just like, I don't know, something, something about, I don't know how he is as a person. I've never watched any interviews with him, so I can't tell if he's like, you know, big cocky guy or if he's here's the word mecca british mega british mecca mecca british m-e-c-h-a british explain that one i'm not okay (laughs) and and worry of uh offending our uk listeners no i'm just not it's just oh okay i'll have to do my own research on that one then i'll uh i'll think about it tonight as i'm falling yeah ruminate yeah germinate will you if you will if you will allow that one room to grow but um, yeah, I don't know. I was just happy because I know he's like one of their star guys. And the fact that like, I don't know, it's, it's something about seeing like that is the reason yeah. they lost. That makes it feel like a very justified win. You know, oh, yeah. if it was one of their players that like seemed like they just don't, if it seemed like it was one of their players that was, uh, just not contributing much to their team then it would have felt like a ah well you know we can just write that one off but the fact that it was like one of their top guys that shanked it was like yes please thank you felt very good it felt it felt justified i felt like that was a win that we earned especially that was a win that areola earned Mm. oh yeah definitely earned man of the match oh you've 100 all right what else what else happened this week in west ham news that's like the only reason I go on social media these days. Is to check check what's going on with West Ham. Yeah. yeah. That's like literally it. That's what I go in there to look for. I mean, that's a justify. I feel like all of my Instagram feed now is just West Ham related oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm happy to keep it that way. Me too. I mean it's I'm it's, I'm happier when I go on there, especially nowadays. When I go on there and it's good news all the time, it seems, with West Ham. Right. I, I know the t- the wind will change at some point. 
but I'm enjoying it for now. I, yeah, I'm a I'm a ride that wave for now. I'm just soaking it up. I I gotta say, following West Ham, uh, like social media accounts does feel like you're just following like a positive news feed you yeah know, it's it like feels good the the entire purpose of it is to just uplift you and make you feel good about the world and how it's going oh yeah yeah west ham doing good just feels like one of those yeah it does it's good i, I don't like know it. i don't know how to describe it because i feel like for anyone that doesn't care about a sports team um because i was that guy for a long time of you're just welcome. like I don't I don't understand why people care about this so much like it's just a game who cares and I understand it's just a game but it's a game where it's like when you see it having such a profound effect on people mm-hmm. it makes it feel like it has like a, a genuine impact it's got some meaning you know like when when your team's doing good it lifts up your whole week I mean you pour into it yeah you do emotionally spe- financially money. yeah I was yeah. about to say I was like yeah. jerseys and merchandise aren't cheap yeah and so. it's like you, you feel part of it you know Oh, totally. And it's like, I don't know. I don't, I doubt they care about any of, uh, you know, just two guys making a podcast about it. That doesn't matter. Yeah. But it, it, the thing is, is like, you still want to do it anyways. Yeah. You know, just like as a show of support or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Just, it's it's mean, like, just trying to give back in a different way. Yeah, exactly. Like, thank you for entertaining us. Now we're yeah. going to attempt to entertain other people talking about y'all, you know? Like, yeah. It's just, uh, it's, it's such a, it's such a unique new thing in my life, just caring about a team. Oh, but it's so great. It's so refreshing. It's so great. Yeah. Also, I do remember what else has happened in West Ham News this week. Explain. And we are probably going to watch it right after this. But we haven't watched it yet. So apologies, viewers. We will chat about it next week. The Mikel Antonio Wingman episode. Okay. Explain this to me. It's the KFC promotion thing that I was okay. telling you about. And it's just Mikel Antonio. And I think Jared Bowen pops up for a bit, and they're just driving around, eating KFC, talking. That sounds answering lovely. Answering questions and stuff. Get to know the players. Watch them eat. Yeah, and this time he won't be in a snowman suit. That's good. And, won't and be he, in a Lamborghini. he won't spin off the road. And it won't yeah. be on Christmas Day. Yeah, exactly. That is such a wonderful story. It um, makes my heart happy. Yeah, him him having <laughs> spinning out a Lamborghini, crashing through some poor couple's living room in a snowman suit, See, 100% I, sober. That. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the part where it's like it makes it a, almost a funny story because if it was like a drunk driving incident, you'd, no, you'd have yeah. to be like, oh, that's irresponsible and dumb major. I'm, ju- I'm jealous that he gets to have that story now. You know, when he walks up someone and they're like just trading stuff, like right. stories and talking, and that he gets to go, oh, you know what? I did that one time, but you can't top that. You can't follow that up. There's nothing you can do. Yep. And now you just look like a really boring person, which honestly, in comparison, we are to him. Oh, yeah. I'm not denying that. Oh, yeah. Well, but, man, I am jealous that he has that story. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that'd be a good one. But you know what's all, what also I'm jealous of? The fact that he had a Lamborghini. So. Oh, yeah. That, too. Yeah. You know, I feel like it, it, it'd, be, it'd be a little different if. Uh, they didn't you Camry. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, <laughs> I, just I spun I spun off the road, wrecked my Prius into some poor couple's living room. Yeah, if you take any detail out of that story, it changes the whole tone of it. If it's not on Christmas Day, and that's why I love it so much. It's so delicate. Yeah, You're, he's in a Lambo. He's in a snowman suit. He spins out in the turn Christmas Day morning. Right. I'm, yeah, it's 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 all around pretty solid. Like yeah, it it. it <laughs> It just works. Yeah. It's, you know? 
it's it has all the makings of a, a a legend. Yeah, I can't imagine what the locker room talk the next day was. Oh or I'm sure gosh. they had a little holiday break. But. Well, no, they played the 26th Boxing Day. Oh right, okay. Yeah, you haven't made around your first calendar year yet. Nope, I have the not. Team. I I I just the everything about this is exposing how amateur of a fan I am. But oh, that I, that yeah, means you, know? you guys get to you get to grow with me. You exactly. know, you get to you get it's to see framing. a fan, a supporter grow. It's all about the framing. There yeah. you go. Look at that. Bam. The coming of age podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hosted by. Uh, let me let me change the category on the on the RSSS feed to uh, be. Got a bunch of twelve year old girls listening to. Us. Yeah, coming of age. <laughs> it's just like it's so gorgeous that he's growing into the fan that he was meant to be. He feels a part of the family so soon, so soon. It's so just gorgeous. I'm gonna tear up. He's opening up to him. But Samantha's a. I hate her. Yeah. Oh, I hate her. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, well, in next week's news, what, we're playing Liverpool next? Liverpool. Liverpool. So that that podcast, I'm I'm curious to see how uh how we're feeling going into it. Put it this way. It was this is what our like three hundredth episode, four hundredth episode of the podcast. Third. Uh, oh, is it third? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Third episode sorry. Numbers are tough. We haven't lost yet. We exact. Yeah. You beat me to it. I beat you to it. I'm. I, we're on the same wavelength, man. We must be. Oh yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's true. Third podcast. We've been walking in handy dandy each so, time. Yeah. So our first loss, I imagine, we're just we're gonna have to start it with sounds of silence. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darkness, my Um, I'm not gonna go further than that. No copyright. I, yep. Please. I'd rather not deal with Please. that. Please. Please. Who is that? Is that Columbia? I don't like, know. Is Columbia, is Columbia Records. I'm trying to remember that, but. Paul Simon, love us. Please, yeah. And Art Garfunkel. Like, please license Hello Dark, or no, Sound of Silence. Yeah. But yeah, all around, all around good week. Yeah, any, any closing remarks? I mean, I haven't been timing us. How long have we been going? Well, we're about normally where we hit. Oh, cool. 45 minutes. Cool. So yeah, I think now is about as good a time as any to wrap it all up. Well. We hit some major points, probably missed a lot of things because oh, yeah, a lot I mean, of things happened. We didn't plan whatsoever. So. Oh, yeah. And, you know, me. Maybe you think it'd be a little more pro if we started planning these things out. Well, I'll let the intern do that. Yeah, great. Episode five. Episode, Episode five. six, you guys are going to be blown away. Episode five, intern guaranteed. Yeah. We're hoping to start getting more guests on here, too. Um, we're we're yeah, trying. Yeah, yeah, I'm a warning for everyone when the Chelsea game happens. I mean, there's going to be open warfare on this podcast oh. with, with our friend. Oh, yeah. And, and my plan right now is to have a pregame podcast and a postgame podcast. So that way we can get all of our like trash talk in before the game. Oh, yeah. And then and then come back with one group being incredibly sad. Yep. During the postgame. And it has to be two on one. Two of us against Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, no other teams allowed to have the advantage on on this West Ham based podcast. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I, I want to have one of my uh, friends that and they have to approve all of their on. facts through us. We have to approve. Yeah, any yeah, they, fact they, they have use. to. Yeah, we get to we get to fact check them. Yeah, and Man. I'm okay being a little lenient on the whole moral. Uh, what is? I mean, there's true. a lot of gray area. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, because uh, there is in life. If you goal really think scored about it. points in the Premier League, that's that's a loose. That's a loose. Yeah, I mean, that thread. can be bent. That could be you know? bent. You know, it's that can like, be pushed. That can be pulled. That's what I'm saying. It's all it's all about framing. It's how you're it's saying all about it earlier. Framing. Chelsea has. 23 points but this is golf baby. 25 who cares dude 
That's what I'm saying, exactly. man. Exactly. It's all bendable. See, you already left me in the dust. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm way You're ahead of you. You're five steps ahead of me. What? Uh, when? Whenever we have your friend on. Oh my god, I can't wait to just dust him like that. Oh yeah, he's gonna be crying. Oh yeah, I mean, it's frankly gonna be an embarrassing podcast. He's gonna ask us to not release it publicly. Yeah, but beg you, us. I, you and, know, and but he signed the not, paperwork. Yeah, we will not be merciful. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, there's one thing West Ham fans aren't. It's that. Yeah. All righty, Russell. Well, all right. Well, I think that about settles it. Um, make sure to share this with your friends and stuff. Uh, I appreciate all the people that have been listening overseas. Uh, that's yeah, that's great. That's really cool. That's really cool. I'm into that, and I'm glad that you guys came back to listen to it too. You know, I I love that it's repeat listeners, and it it seems like a lot and, of you and it, and, if the it, thing. and if they're bots, don't tell us. Spotify. Yeah, don't don't tell us, please. I would rather not know. But no, it, it's it's awesome that um that you guys are listening and yeah, share it with your friends. Like, let more people know about it. If you like the podcast, then you know that's great. Share it around. If you don't, don't share it. Uh, you know, uh, trash talk us online. That sounds great. Yeah, do that. Yeah, but anyway, uh, well, is this it? 